There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, my cheeky waffle gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some entitled people. <laughs> and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Really helps out the channel. And let's dive straight in to today's stories. Now today's first story is from a dad who stood his ground, who says entitled sister-in-law stole our baby name. Now she regrets it. Hey y'all, long time lurker and all that. This is a throwaway account. To cut to the chase, my wife and I spent four years trying to get pregnant before the wrong side of 35. We're currently 33 respectively now and are blessed with a wonderful infant son. My wife has a younger half-sister that she has been low contact with for some time. The woman is entitled and toxic and also a mother's golden child. We refuse to let her or my mother-in-law in the house since they both blatantly tried to make off with my wife's jewelry box a couple of years ago. The box contained a lot of valuable jewelry inherited from my wife's grandmother. Said jewelry is now in a safety deposit box as per my suggestion. My wife and I had nearly given up on trying to conceive when it suddenly happened and we are ecstatic. After we found out we were having a boy, we started looking into names. I ended up suggesting the name of my Scottish grandfather and my wife loved it. So that's the name we settled on, but we made the mistake of posting about it on social media. Well, no surprise to the stereotype in this mess. My sister-in-law was pregnant too and was months further along than my wife and also having a boy. She decided to claim my grandfather's name for her own son. And not just the first name, but the middle name too. We called her pissed over what she was doing and she smugly told us there's nothing we can do about it. Which she was sort of right. There was nothing we could do about it legally as it's not a crime to steal planned baby names. We realized that drama was exactly what my sister-in-law wanted and she thought that by taking the name for herself would not be able to use it. I laughed and told her that while what she did was dirty and underhanded, we would keep our chosen name and she could just deal with it whether she decides to go through with copying us or not. Well, my sister-in-law's baby daddy called me and said I was an unreasonable dick for still wanting to use the name after sister-in-law claimed it. I said she claimed nothing, and since we couldn't own the name, then neither could they. Before he ended the call, he threatened me by saying I'd be sorry if we didn't change the name. Then he hung up before I could respond. Months later, sister-in-law has a healthy baby boy and names him my grandfather's name. We did not show up for the birth, both because of the pandemic and because we simply didn't care to be there. Sister-in-law called us wanting congratulations, but we told her we simply didn't care and that if she was still insisting we change our baby's name, then she'd be in for some big disappointment because we are not. Sister-in-law demanded I put my wife on the phone, but it was already on speaker and my wife spoke up and said she agrees with me entirely. We weren't changing the name. Sister-in-law hung up on us, but soon started sending emails with text walls of names, even suggesting similar ones. 
I responded back that the name was from my grandfather and that's why we are not changing it. She shut up and we didn't hear from her again till our own son was born. Two months later, we were blessed with our son. He came out perfect and we named him just as we'd intended. Well, no surprise, my sister-in-law called us a few days after the birth to scream in our ears that we copied her son's name. I pointed out that she was the real copycat since she had no familial ties to the name and we did. And anyone who looks at our family trees could see that. Then my wife spoke and said after the attempted theft of her grandmother's jewelry, she's no longer considered sister-in-law her sister and would have nothing to do with her nephew either. For months, we were bombarded with messages and emails from my wife's side of the family. Half were on our side after finding out the whole story, the other half were not, and sister-in-law's baby daddy, true to his word, showed up at my door to make me sorry. I'm not sure what his plan was, but I pretty much towered over him. (laughs) I'm six foot one and well-built from regular exercise and, and three trips to the gym a week. He, on the other hand, was very skinny and about five foot six with a baby face that was badly hidden by a slim beard. I told him my house has cameras and to get off my property and never come back. He just yelled a few obscenities at me and drove off in his beat-up old car. Sister-in-law and mother-in-law called us from a different number to yell at me for making sister-in-law's baby daddy feel emasculated. I didn't even threaten the man, just told him to leave and not come back. And if he didn't want to feel emasculated, then he shouldn't have come knocking. Then they tried to bring up the issue of the baby name again and demanded we change our son's name as he's so young, so there's still plenty of time to do it. We held our ground and told them that they were bonkers to still think they were in the right after they copied our choice of name, just to try and get one over on us. I said sister-in-law didn't even name her son out of love, but out of spite, just to try and stick it to my wife for no good reason. Then my wife called them both out on the way she was treated growing up. How entitled sister-in-law and mother-in-law have always been and how she was glad to leave them far behind. And she wants nothing from them and they won't have anything from us. That left sister-in-law sobbing and mother-in-law called me a royal bastard before hanging up the phone. That was no contact again for a little while till sister-in-law called us again sometime later to bitterly tell us we'd won. She and her baby daddy got into a huge fight and he left. He was apparently very sore that sister-in-law didn't let him even give their son a middle name from his family and said he was sick of the bullshit and wanted his son named after him and not some guy he wasn't even related to. Sister-in-law finally caved and they got the boy's birth certificate reissued with a completely new name, which cost sister-in-law around $500 or so she claims. Sister-in-law then demanded that we at least compensate her for the name change, plus another $100 for the emotional damage as she's now going to have to get used to calling her son by a different name. We laughed and said this would never have happened if she hadn't stolen our baby name to begin with and we didn't owe her anything. Since then, we've been no contact with sister-in-law and mother-in-law. But my father-in-law, who's a very nice man and divorced from mother-in-law for obvious reasons, would come by often and and loves his grandson. From what he and other relatives told us, the situation between sister-in-law and her baby daddy was pretty tumultuous. But we don't care. Not our monkeys, not our circus. And you know, like a lot of these stories where I try to get into people's heads and I think, if you're going to try and get one up on someone, why, why would you turn to like try and name your baby what they're going to name it i mean but naming the baby after the scottish grandfather which sounds like an absolutely wonderful thing and another thing that popped into my head was like i wonder if it's like a traditional scottish name as well not that there's anything wrong with it but it just seems even more weird that sister-in-law would go down that road like 
OP's got plenty of reasons to name their son after their grandfather, while sister-in-law has none but pure spite and that's it. But it was just so satisfying that you stuck to the name the whole way through, even though she picked it and thought he was going to like back out of it. He was like, no, we're still keeping the name. And it's like, what? You can't do that. <laughs> and the boyfriend turning up at your door. And it's like, oh, dearie me, dearie me. But Burnt Flapjack says this was very satisfying to read. Sister-in-law sounds awful, to which OP replies saying she's completely spoiled, toxic and a petty woman. Her cousin and mother, too. So we want nothing to do with the lot of them. Spun Gold Baby Blue says, play stupid games and win stupid prizes. If you emasculated sister-in-law baby daddy simply by telling him to leave your property, he wasn't masculine to begin with. Oh, and then they want to be reimbursed for fixing their mistake plus an extra hundred. I'm so glad your father-in-law is a good man, especially for his daughter's sake. Wifer2016 says, and this dear reader is why so many parents choose not to publish their baby names till after they are born. Congratulations on your beautiful baby boy. And I think we should leave it there. And let's move on to another entitled people story. <laughs> and our next story, we have a little parking dispute <laughs> from TalonCard815, who says, I don't care what you are, you can't park in my spot. I am a paramedic in a place that has some HOAs and apartment complexes. Sound the HOA alarm. We hate responding to the apartment complexes because there is nothing but assigned parking and no fire zones. Basically, if we can't find a space to fit it in, we have to block the road. My agency also uses first responder vehicles and ambulances. The first responder, as implied, usually arrives first, so we do our best to leave room for the ambulance to fit in. We get a call at the apartment complex. I am in the first responder. As I pull up to the address by some miracle, there is a spot only two apartments away. Great, I can leave the road clear for the ambulance. As soon as I park, out comes this guy screaming that I can't park there. I do the, are you serious look and just say medical emergency. He says he doesn't care. I can't park there. Keep in mind, my vehicle has enough lights to make a Christmas tree jealous. <laughs> I just grab my stuff, lock the vehicle and keep going. He is screaming, he's gonna call the cops. I tell him they're already on the way. They respond to medical emergencies. Cop gets there while I am in with the patient and tells him basically to pound salt or sand. The cop enters the apartment and then this guy really goes full-blown entitled. He enters the apartment, comes into the room where I'm treating the patient. He starts ranting and raving how I have to move my vehicle. I look at the cop and say, get him out of here. The cop then seals his fate. She asks the patient if she wants this person removed from the apartment and did she ever give him consent to enter? The patient's response, get him the fuck out, he's trespassing. Boom, the all clear. The cop gives him one last chance and tells him to leave or he will be arrested. He doubles down, I'm on the HOA board, I can go where I please. At this point, backup is called. The cop at least manhandles him out the room. The ambulance arrives with PD backup and they get him out of the apartment so we can safely remove the patient. Not entirely sure what happened next as I was in the back of the ambulance. But when I got out, one of the officers approaches and says, sorry, but we need another bus. We had to tase him. Policy for PD is if they tase someone, they have to be transported to the hospital by ambulance to the hospital as the taser spikes have to be surgically removed due to the barbs on them. Wait for the second ambulance. They take him. I go back in service. 
found out a few weeks later he was charged with trespassing, assaulting an officer, resisting arrest, interference with government and administration, aka interfering with the scene of an emergency, all over a parking space that I would have been in all for 20 minutes if he hadn't created problems. I can only assume he took a plea deal as I was never called to testify. And with all these entitled people stories, they always have me scratching my head. The majority of them anyway, like what goes through these people's heads. I mean, you can see something's going on. Someone turns up with blue flashing lights or whatever in an emergency. And the first thing that goes from your head is, hey, that's my parking space. I need you out of there just because it's mine. Not concerned about, you know, someone could be having a medical emergency. You know, someone could be having a heart attack. Someone could be dying down the road from you. That's not your first thought. Your first thought is that I need my parking space free. You know, and this isn't the first story that we've read like that. And I just find it, you know, really angry at first and then afterwards incredibly sad because I bet somewhere at some point in time that's cost someone. That sort of shit has cost someone somewhere. I just find that really baffling to me that someone has that kind of attitude. But hey, anyway, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from Victor117, who says, Karen doesn't realize I'm a citizen tries to enslave wife and I with fake debts. Story about somebody much more well-off than I expecting me to meet their financial obligations while demanding that I falsify medical paperwork and commit insurance fraud while withholding pay. Basically, my wife and I had just immigrated back to the US and needed jobs and a place to stay. We thought we'd struck gold when a fabulously wealthy woman hired myself as a groundskeeper and maintenance guy and my wife as a cook and made for her elderly parents. The pay was low, but part of it involved being able to live rent-free in the second house on the estate. The elderly couple were extremely senile, but still the sweetest old folks you can imagine. It was a really nice property, so for a few months, everything was great. Then about three months in, my wife noticed the pantry, which was itself bigger than our living room, was not being restocked by the grocery delivery company that normally did these things. We contacted our employer, who flew into a rage that managing that sort of thing was our responsibility, so she had cancelled the delivery service without telling us. It became apparent that she fully expected us to notice and take care of it ourselves. When I asked her how she expected us to buy groceries for her parents, when she didn't even tell us she'd cancelled the service, she became extremely irate. Direct quote, Then why the fuck do I sign a check to each of you every week for? 
Yeah, this bitch earnestly thought we should be using our personal paychecks, which we're not very big, to pay for her parents' upkeep. After much deliberation, she grudgingly left us a credit card to go out and buy groceries for her parents, which added to our workload at no extra pay. But we didn't have anywhere else to stay and no other job lined up, so we just dealt with it. Well, another few months go by and she contacts us again. She wants us to sign something. The paperwork shows up and it's request for medical documentation from an insurance company. The chick wants us to attach our timesheets to it, sign it and send it back to the insurance company. Well, I read it and it becomes apparent she has elder care insurance to pay for living nursing services and has told them that we are nurses so she, so she can try to get them to pay our wages. I contact her and inform her that we have not provided medical care, are not licensed to and will not fill out the paperwork. Cue mother of all shitstorms. Karen goes nuts screaming into the phone about how much she has done for us and we owe her. How she report that we are neglecting her parents and then call immigration on us and have us deported. I don't think she ever realized I am a citizen and my wife immigrated legally. I tell her that what she is asking us to do is fraud and, and that I'd rather get fired than arrested for a felony. I tell her she has 90 days to find a replacement for us and we will be moving out. Things devolve into her screaming about how much money she has and how she is besties with the cops and has a bunch of expensive lawyers to sue me with. I suggest she ask one of those lawyers how they feel about defending her for insurance fraud and hang up. My wife and I continue our services for the old folks while looking for a new place because they were actually super nice and the situation wasn't their fault. They were also very senile, mistaking us for other people they knew, forgetting they had kids, etc, etc, so they can't be held accountable for their daughter's behavior as they lack any ability to intervene. Then instead of a paycheck, I get a bill for the last eight months of rent and a note that she isn't paying for our wages until we pay her back for everything we owe her, plus interest. We had valued the rent of the second house, provided in our contract at more than she paid us monthly, so we'd never actually be able to pay it off. Yeah, this bitch actually tried to make us into unindentured servants. So without responding, I continue performing my duties, studiously keeping logs on our hours and retaining all the receipts for how much more we owed her. 90 days go by without a check. We purchase groceries using the card she provided, which she added to our debts. We document everything. About a week before the 90 day, we contact two government agencies. First, the State Department of Labor to report exploitation. Second, Adult Protective Services to inform them that an elderly couple that requires caretaking are going to no longer have caretakers and that their daughter has refused to provide it. Then we call her and inform her that she is going to be receiving some phone calls from agency shortly and should probably contact her attorney. There was about a 60 second dead silence on the phone, then hysterical laughter and she hung up. Okay, not the response I expected, but fuck it. One more week and we're gone. Eight hours later, she shows up in the driveway in a rental car. This bitch bought a one-way plane ticket to come out to the estate and report us to the cops for trespassing on the property. This of course doesn't work because we have a tenancy contract and if she wants us gone, she has to utilize the legal eviction process. She then tries to claim we are illegal aliens, which a quick glance in our wallets at our IDs by the cops proves false. She's starting to shriek at them about if they know who she is or how expensive her lawyers are. The cops look that unique combination of irritated and amused that cops dealing with dumb shit they aren't allowed to comment on get and advise them not to talk to us or attempt to enter or go near the guest house. She moves into their house that night and presumably takes over our duties. 
I would go out on the balcony every day for the week before I left to drink my coffee and smile as I stared across the big luxurious lawn to see her standing in the picture window, arms crossed, glaring death at me. To make a long story short, the expensive lawyers she has convinced her to pay our back wages with additional interest for violating state labor laws by withholding them. Turns out, trying to enforce actual slavery is still illegal after all. Who knew? In some ways, it's an incredibly good story that, that you got out of there when you had to. And you did absolutely everything right by reporting what you had to and at the right time and not dealing with her shits because obviously you can't stay in that situation. But I'm glad you did report, you know, the elderly folk possibly being left alone. But it also made me incredibly sad as well. And this is no fault of OPs at all, but the fact that, you know, these two, these two old folk are going to be left with a person who's like that. OP and wife sound incredibly caring and incredibly loving people. And if I had someone like that looking after my parents, if they were here, I'd be ever so thankful to those people for what they do. And they'd be just like family to me, you know? So for this person to treat them like they're being treated, you sort of got to wonder, what, do, how does she treat her own parents? I mean, I, I know that's throwing a statement out there and it might be completely false, but it just, that's what pops into my head when I think of that sort of stuff. But I'm, I'm incredibly glad you did get out of there. But now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time, your liking the videos really helps out. And as always, we ain't done it in a little while. Tell me what you're up to whilst listening. I love listening to that sort of stuff. I know it sounds really cheesy and I don't mean it to sound big headed at all, but I love to know what you're up to and where you are whilst listening. Obviously, don't dox yourself or anything like that. Country is sufficient. But thank you so much. Thank you for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows.